Hello. Welcome to our show, Imaginative Innovations, with your hosts, Benjamin and Kellen. Hello. I'm your host, Benjamin. And I'm your host, Kellen. In our show, we will talk about new and upcoming technologies and how we think they're going to change our world. Today, we are going to talk about virtual reality, a.k.a. All right. VR. All right. Let's get started. So, oh, so, Ben, what is virtual reality? So, virtual reality is kind of what it sounds like. It's digitally made reality. It's like digital reality. <laughs> it's kind of what it sounds like. Yeah. Um, so you researched a little bit about how virtual reality is used in video games and stuff like that. Do you yeah, want to like, like elaborate a little bit more on that? All right. So what my topic on virtual reality is entertainment. Ooh. So I have the timer. Should we do like 10 minutes? Eight minutes? Yeah, let's do 10 minutes. 10 minutes. I have so. faith in us. <laughs> and yeah, if, if Kellen sounds a lot better this time, he's in the studio. And it's very nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, virtual reality and entertainment. So I'm sure most people have heard of like, you know, Oculus or, you know, different like just virtual reality gaming. So you can play I think, I think even games that aren't meant to be VR, you can play in VR. Uh, like I, I'm pretty sure I've seen people play like Minecraft VR. Uh, but basically, uh, it's like it takes gaming to like another level, kind of. <laughs> like you have, you have like a headset over your eyes, so you can see, um, like like you're in that like real world. And you have controllers in your hands, so you can like move around with your body, or you can you know move your hands around with the controllers, or you know there's it, it's like your you yourself are in that like reality. So I'm gonna talk about a few games that I've seen a lot of like a few popular VR games that I've seen. So number one, I'm pretty sure most of you have heard of this is Beat Saber. So it's like if you guys have seen Star Wars, you have basically a lightsaber in one hand, and you can you can choose to have a lightsaber in two hands. But it's a rhythm game, so you get to choose a song, and there's like little cubes that if you if you choose two hands, they'll be blue and red. Um, and you know you have a blue lightsaber in your right hand and a red lightsaber in your left hand, and then you're supposed to you know hit that hit that colored cube with your colored lightsaber. So most of the cubes have directions in the songs and you can only get points from hitting that cube in that direction. And there are also like blocks that you have to avoid. So it's like, it, it seems kind of like nerdy, but it's actually like very physically demanding, <laughs> at least from what I see. Like if you, if you search up a YouTube video of Beat Saber, like, like really hard, like a really hard Beat Saber map, then it's like, you see these people like, like ducking and you know like moving their arms super fast and it, it seems the heart rate up yeah they're they like sweat a lot too and then like if if they're recording their voice after the after the map you can hear them like pants like oh. <laughs> like virtual then, virtual reality always reminds me of this scene in johnny english where he you, have you ever watched johnny english colin I've heard of it. <laughs> okay, so it's really funny. It's this. It, it's this. It's this 
like Mr. Bean, you might have heard of Mr. Bean, like the the same actor who plays Mr. Bean is playing Johnny English, and he's trying to infiltrate some base. So he's some like secret evil base. So he's in the spy HQ, like MI6 or MI7 or something like that, and he he sticks on his like VR headset, and they have this like treadmill that he walks on, and he um he's walking he's like pretending to walk in the evil lair so he can find his way around when he actually goes there but he doesn't start the treadmill and he ends up going on this crazy adventure not in vr but it kind of always reminds me of that how it's like so engrossing you like you sometimes feel like you're actually there and that's the whole point of virtual reality yeah um yeah there's a lot a lot of like programs like i remember when vr was a new thing Mm-hmm. Like, like in the 2010s uh, like early 2010s i was like six but that's besides the point <laughs> um my my uncle is like really techie and he he deals with like computers a lot so he had a vr headset and then i think the first time it was like when i was like like five or six he like put his phone into the headset and then it was like like a whole like like space adventure there was like mars like the moon and jupiter and you could just like you would stay there for like 20 minutes and you just like circle around look up and down and there's like stars and planets everywhere you would look and then you could even like choose the moon and you would be able to like like as you take a step you'd be walking on the moon but we we did it yeah we did it on the upper balcony in their house so we couldn't really walk or else we'd probably get hurt pretty bad (laughs) (laughs) so anyways (laughs) uh yeah just from i remember i used to think that was like one of the coolest things ever but i did one of those like i think a year ago and it was like so much like hot it was like really high def it was like you could it was i think some of like the experiences were taken from like drones on mars so it's like you were, it's like live pictures of Mars and like you get to see like, you know, like the rover, um, like driving across, across the Marsy land. <laughs> but, but my point is it's like crazy how far VR has come through like entertainment and like realistically. Um, another, another VR like program that I found was Win Reality. If you're into sports, you've probably seen this before or into baseball specifically, but um, basically what it does since, you know, pandemic, you can't really go outside too often. So if you're into baseball and you want to do like a live at bat, then you can use the win reality, uh, like VR, like program and headset. And they give you like special controllers, like maybe like a baseball bat with the connected to the VR. And uh this like picture like you get to choose like the speed the pitch type uh you know all that and it would throw live to you so you can like get your timing down practice hitting different pitches and you know just practice getting used to uh what it would be like to hit in a real game and yeah vr is it goes beyond entertainment it goes like really it can like train um like sports players and uh, even like military personnel, but Ben will get into that later. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's VR has become a lot more than just like entertainment and looking around 
at like different you know sites and planets and stuff uh yeah and also oh what would be really cool for that win reality thing is if they had like sensors on the baseball and then so when you're like hitting it it would they would line up the baseball with where you're gonna think it's coming and if you hit it it will like actually feel like you hit it because whenever i play baseball and you're like you swing and miss it's like so weird yeah so yeah yeah oh also another that reminds me when you if you do hit the ball then um it shows like where it would have gone which i think is like pretty like pretty cool considering you know it's a it's a it's a virtual thing and you're hitting nothing but based on like your bat speed your hands and like where the pitch was then it it like actually shows the ball like a line drive a fly out a grounder and all that and also if you don't swing at a pitch or if you swing and miss it'll like stop it'll show you the strike zone and it'll be like oh good job it was the ball or like you should have swung at this or whatever (laughs) that was a strike you should have swung at that (laughs) and yeah this uh yeah it's pretty cool (laughs) yeah i mean i'll i'll get a little bit into this later but the vr has so many applications in the real world it's kind of crazy because it's like having being able to bring any reality or like any place or any experience right to you in your headset like you don't have to go there you don't have to like be a professional baseball player it's like it brings all these experiences to people who don't necessarily aren't necessarily able to experience those experiences yeah and also some of some of the vr like you know trainings or like games are taken from actual like real life like occurrences so it's actually like those are happening to you and it's not just some like computer generated like like very rare thing that's never gonna happen <laughs> yeah and the cameras for they how they take the pictures of like the videos of the vr so you can look all around it's like it, the camera looks so weird it's like this it's like this big sphere and it has cameras going out at every angle so you can it's like a 360 yeah. degree view <laughs> it's like it's really weird yeah so it's not just like like oh you're you're like you can only go like one direction and it's just like one program there are like millions of VR games and programs, and I'm pretty sure like at least like at least half of them are filmed or like created like 360 degrees. So you can just like spin around or like, you know, just walk around and just, you know, you can just go a lot of places, look different directions, and it actually just follows your body movement like really well. Mm-hmm. And, is that our timer that's our time first time hearing it through the studio like Ooh, <laughs> it's definitely louder all right well uh well now it's ben's turn so i'm gonna talk about how virtual reality is used in like real life for lack of better terms not entertainment um so it has many applications and the first application is in the military. So virtual reality or VR is used in the military to create simulation simulations of real life scenarios. It is used for flight simulations, battle simulations, foot boot camp, 
and other dangerous training. VR allows the military to cut the cost of training as well as the risks associated with it. VR is also used in PTSD therapy, which I talk about in a later section. So like I was talking about, it is used in mental health, specifically like for traumatic experiences like PTSD. Um, so the virtual reality is used in mental health to help people who have experienced traumatic events to relive them in a controlled reenactment to help people come to terms with the trauma. So many people also meditate using virtual reality, which I found interesting. And it's kind of related to mental health, so I put it in there. But basically, like, it helps apparently, but it just seems kind of weird to have someone relive the traumatic event again and again and again in virtual reality, like it's reality. But anyway, that's supposed to help people come to terms with the trauma. Wow, that's pretty. That's pretty cool. You can, you can like create a whole like a recreation of your traumatic experience. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's it sounds a little, again, a little uh, creepy. <laughs> Let's live it again. That's pretty. Crazy. Yeah, like it's probably just based off like what the um the victim like told, you know, like the expert or like the VR um, mm -hmm. yeah, like the technician or or like medical professional. But that's that's pretty crazy how they can recreate without actually knowing exactly what happened. Um, like also talking about the military. I just recently I think. Um, the military like, um, like, like bought something from Microsoft for like augmented reality or something like VR for training, which is kind of like this. Um, just relating it to current events. Um, the next section is about medical training. So virtual reality is used in medical training to help students practice new surgeries and medical procedures so that they can learn in a safe environment where they will not hurt someone if they mess up. Yay! You, you wouldn't want to be oh, the practice good. patient. <laughs> um, this training allows the students to become better at what they do and keep people from getting hurt. It's kind of like a win-win scenario, virtual yeah. reality. Wow, that's pretty... The, yeah virtual reality can be used for a lot of like training so like i've seen i don't know i'm sorry if you're gonna if you're about to get to this <laughs> i was but, about to talk about <laughs> sports training so it's uh, like a perfect lead-in but um i was actually going to talk about like military training like i've seen i've seen videos about of like policemen in training mm -hmm. um you know they have like this full, whole like simulation of like um like a pedestrian and like a criminal and then um you'd have like like a not a loaded gun but i'm pretty sure it's connected to the vr but you would you would see like something happening like in the streets how it how it would happen in real life mm -hmm. and then you would make a decision based off like your instincts like to shoot to like chase down or you know like you know whatever <laughs> but um yeah that i'm just that's like pretty cool how you can create like a whole like criminal like situation just yeah. through yeah just through vr it's, it's used similarly in the military where they have different scenarios which have high risk factors so like by making them virtual reality it lowers the risk as well as the cost because it's it's not necessarily safe for all the training that they have to do and this makes it safer 
Um, the next training I was going to talk about was sport training. So virtual reality is used in sports to help players go through many sports scenarios while they are injured or unable to go to their training facility. It is also used to increase performance by doing the same scenario over and over again, repetition. And lastly, the owners of many teams are experimenting with the idea of having vans by virtual tickets in which they can watch the game using VR. I, to be frank, I thought that last point was the most interesting. Like yeah. <laughs> you could sell an unlimited number of virtual reality tickets and it would be like in a totally immersive experience, which I think that would, would be cool. That would be crazy. Like, cause the, it's always been a problem. Like, you know, if you want to show up to like, you know, like a famous player's last game, like let's say, like if you're in the base, like Mariano Rivera mm-hmm. or Derek Peter or, you know, Maybe like even uh, Albert Pujols because he's pretty old and he's not good anymore. <laughs> I'm an Angels fan, so I'm kind of upset. <laughs> I'm the Giants fan, which are much better. They have a better record this year, Kellen. May I point out? Okay, Angels have better players. <laughs> okay, but anyways, um, yeah, that would be great. Like going to Albert Pujols' last game. Like I don't know if he's. Is he retiring? This year? I think he's retiring after his contract with the Angels ends. But because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's like 42 now. Um, he's like 40. He's he's pretty old. <laughs> yeah. In terms of sports, but just like you know how that how like in person tickets would get sold so so quickly, and if you had like virtual, you could you know you could have like the whole world if they wanted to just join in. It turns out he's 41. 41. My bad. Close enough. <laughs> Close enough. But anyway, it also allows owners to create, make a bigger audience because now they're not limited to the number of people they can fit in the stadium. And it also brings the question, like, is like having people only watch it on TV, is like this the next way that you watch sport games? Are people still going to go in person? And if people are going to still go in person, are they going to limit the number of seats and make them less? and raise the price or something like that and where the majority of it is online and i think that's just really that's really crazy and weird there's a lot of possibilities with yeah tickets through vr anyway the next thing i was going to talk about was education so virtual reality is used in education to help students interact with their teachers in a virtual environment it also allows teachers to take their students on virtual field trips and enrich the learning experience vr is also applied to students with autism vr can help students learn social skills such as making eye contact um i feel like this is especially applicable to right now during the coronavirus when most of our learning is done online and I personally have like had some experience with a virtual field trip, like on Nearpod. Have you ever used Nearpod, Colin? Oh yeah. Yeah, like where the, the where the things of that, and I think it would be, I think it's really cool to use in education. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's a lot. Yeah, it is. It does kind of remind me of Nearpod. You know how <laughs> it's like it can be a teacher guided, like where you can't you know change slides man- manually like yourself, mm-hmm. so they like feed you through the lesson. Um. Or you can even make the virtual field trip like student directed or, you know, like if you're going to like, let's say like a farm, like you can, you know, walk around like virtually walk around like, um, like, you know, the, the crops, the, the tractor, the fields. <laughs> have, you, have you ever um, went on Google Maps and like 
or maybe with Apple Maps and just like press the forward arrow and like walk through somewhere. Yeah, I. It, it kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, you just keep. Going. And I don't know why, but like when I like a few years ago, when I was like still like a sixth or seventh grader, pressing the arrow and like zooming through the streets was so. It was so nice to me. I loved it. And then you'd hit a patch of like glitchy Wi-Fi and it would just freeze. <laughs> um. My last section is about fashion. So virtual reality is used in fashion to allow designers to create items and also go to fashion shows virtually. It also allows companies to make store outlines before they make them in real life to see if they like the ideas. Like you wouldn't want to build something and it turns out, <laughs> hey, I don't like this. So they like, I think Gap, you have you, do you know Gap? Yeah. If they're, they create their store outlines and you can walk through them virtually and then they decide if they like them or not. And if they like them, I guess they build them. But also like during fashion shows and stuff like that, it allows people to virtually try on clothes, which I don't really know what that means, but <laughs> that's, that's what I found. And I think it's un, like, I, I guess it's a really interesting um, how it's applied in fashion. And I wouldn't necessarily have thought about it if I didn't read it. Wow. Yeah. Virtual. Yeah. There's so many like possibilities that haven't, haven't even been considered. Yeah. Like, virtual reality. There's your timer. All right. Well, we still have a little bit of time. So I, I kind of want to continue okay. about how, how, like how many possibilities there are, you know, like what the future of virtual reality could be. Well, Kellen, what do you see as the virtual future of virtual reality? Well, no, like at least me, like when I when I used to hear like VR, I would think like oh, like games like Beat Saber mm -hmm. or you know like different like VR games. But you know, after doing like a little bit of research, there's so many like possibilities. Like you, maybe even like like for astronauts in training, maybe you could simulate a whole like space. I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure they already have that, like a like a room where there's like zero gravity. Uh, I know they have that, but like, like how did they make a room with zero gravity? <laughs> well, um, I I know I've read like an article, like in a magazine or something about like NASA and how they train, like how some like astronauts get to like experience zero gravity. Yeah, on the planes, isn't it like the yeah. vomit comet? Or. <laughs> Well, I don't know if it's that. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it's called. Because they like they go up and then they, when they start to come back down, they're like coming down at such a steep angle that the astronauts are feeling zero gravity. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and also, um, I, I I saw like an like a like a children's astronaut program where to like prepare for weightlessness, you would go like on this huge like free like uh free drop like um like not a roller coaster but like it's like a drop ride like you would see at an amusement park but it was like it wasn't like bigger than like you know the ones you see at six flags but it was pretty big yeah and you, they would like just drop you at like like <laughs> they would like force you down and then all the all the kids like training to be astronauts are like screaming and but they they always say like oh like the weightless weightlessness feeling was like really cool yeah i like i heard that being weightless feels a lot like falling so like that's what an astronaut said so maybe it feels like that I don't know I'm not super fond of falling if you know what I mean maybe it's just human instinct or something so I'm not sure how I'd feel about weightlessness but maybe it's something our generation will get to experience 
and for virtual reality. Yeah. All right. Well, this was Imaginative Innovations brought to you by Benjamin Biafor and Kellen Wu. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. This is our show for today. See you next Tuesday at three. See ya.